Thanks for listening to Summit PA Sermon Audio, weekly teaching from the Summit Church in Indiana, Pennsylvania. SummitPA.church, every life made different. You can be seated. Over the last few weeks, we've been um, walking through a series called um, Broadcasting Wonder, and uh, and really, we're tying, kind of tying up the series today. That's what we're doing when we have baptisms. What we're doing is it's not just going through a religious experience, but what we're really doing is proclaiming to the world, we're broadcasting to the world what God is doing in our heart, what our convictions are, what our faith is. And so we celebrate those that have chosen to be baptized this weekend. Can we give them all another round of applause? We're starting a series on honor. The month of May is a month of honor here at Summit Church. Uh, Next weekend, we honor mothers. Uh, We're going to honor those that have laid down their life for our nation in a Memorial Day weekend. Uh, But today, we honor those that have been baptized. And uh, whether they're as young as Elizabeth or as old as Ricky, uh, (laughs) we're, we're glad that they have chosen to make public their decision to follow Christ. And we honor them because at the end of the day, what they're doing is honoring Christ. Um, there's a passage in Revelation. Uh, John, the revelator, he was on the Isle of Patmos, and he had a vision about the future, about the con- coming kingdom of God. And uh, he has this vision of the 24 elders who were all esteemed. They have all been honored in heaven, and they all have crowns of glory. And he describes what happens when they recognize who God really is, and they fall at the throne of God, and they take their crowns, and they cast them at his feet, and they proclaim this in Revelation 4, 11. It says, you are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and they exist because you created what you pleased. And the word there where it says, to you receive glory and honor and power, the word honor there is a Greek word, it's teme, it's spelled just like the word time, but it's pronounced teme, and what it means is uh, valuing by which the price is fixed, so it means it's non-negotiable, it's a fixed value, it, it also means uh, the honor which one has by reason of rank or state of office, so, so this, is, this is the picture that John paints for us in the book of Revelation that these 24 elders, they recognize how wonderful, how glorious, how worthy of honor, if I can say this, they they recognize the established fixed value of God because he is God. And even though they have been honored, they take their honor and they cast it at the feet of God and they go, no, 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 we don't deserve honor, you deserve the true honor. Does that make sense to anybody? So what they've done is they've said, I'm not anything compared to you. That we recognize that you are God, that there's none that matches you, none that's equal to you, none that's next to you. And so we cast our crowns at your feet today. Um, when we talk about fixed value, uh, I don't know if you can see this. I'm a preacher, so this is the biggest bill I had in my wallet. <laughs> Anybody tell me what this is worth? A dollar, that's right. That's exactly right. It's worth one dollar. It is... Uh, Legal tender for all debts, private and public, right? Um, And if you came to me and you said, Mel, I don't think your dollar is actually worth a dollar. I think it's worth a quarter. I'll give you a quarter for your dollar. I'd say, no. Why? Because that's a fixed value. So even if if I went to the store and they were running a two-for-one dollar sale 
it doesn't decrease the value of my dollar, it increases the value of their product. This is a fixed value. Now, you could argue with me about world markets and the value of the dollar versus the euro or yen or whatever you want, but we're not going to have that argument because I've got the mic and you're sitting out there. So, <laughs> it's got a fixed value. And this is what I want you to understand. Your opinion of this dollar doesn't change its value. You're just misvaluing it. And this is what happens so many times. We misvalue God. We will say, maybe God is not who, he, who everybody says he is. Maybe he's not really good. Maybe he's not really powerful. Maybe he can't fix my situation. Maybe he can't help me in my life. And as a result, we undervalue God. And as a result of that, we underhonor God because we don't recognize his fixed value. We don't recognize that his position in our universe declares that he is worthy of glory and honor and praise. <laughs> the thing about that is um, there are people that also value God with their mouths. In fact, it says in Isaiah 29, um, God was speaking through the prophet Isaiah to the nation of Israel, and they were in captivity at the time. And, and God said to the nation of Israel, these people draw near with their mouth and honor me with their lips while their hearts are far from me and their fear of me is a commandment taught by men. So what he's saying is you go through the motions, you, you say the right things, you say you honor me, but you only honor me with your lips. Your heart is far from me. And then he goes on to say, the fear of, uh, their fear of me is a commandment taught by men. They don't have a legitimate relationship with me. They don't honor me. They just go through the motions. They go through the religious motions of their lives and it doesn't produce real relationship and so god calls them out and says no no no! i'm not interested in your false honor i'm not interested in you just saying it with your mouth it has to be a condition of your heart and this is the result of that um first samuel uh eli was the high priest and he had um some sons that were totally ungodly and they took advantage of their roles as the sons of the high priest. They were priests as well. And they would take advantage of people. They would take advantage of their position, their authority. And they were doing ungodly things. And finally, God had enough of it. And this is what he says in 1 Samuel 2.30. He says, therefore, the Lord, the God of Israel says, I promise that your branch of the tribe of Levi would always be my priests. But listen to this. He says, but I will honor those who honor me and I will uh, de despise those who think lightly of me. So I want you to know something. When we can recognize God's true value, when we recognize God for who he really is, when we recognize him for his fixed value, then God recognizes us for our fixed value. And you go, well, Mel, my fixed value is pretty low. You say, I I've been through a lot of stuff. I've done some things I'm ashamed of. Um, I might look a little bit like that dollar in your hand, because I don't know if you notice, this is not a crisp, fresh dollar bill right from the bank. This dollar has got some mileage on it. It's been roughed up. Uh, it's worn. It's tattered. And you might feel a little bit like that. You've got some mileage on you. You've got some stuff in your background that you're ashamed of. You know, I don't know if I can. I mean, I get it that God loves me. I don't know if he can really love me, though. I know God values me. I don't know if he can really value me because that's all I am. I'm kind of messed up. I've got some issues. And I want you to know something. Um, when we look at this dollar, we go, it's just a buck, right? You probably have a dollar similar to this in your wallet or in your dresser at drawer at home or maybe in your purse, whatever it is. But this is what I want you to know. Dollars like this one can be worth tens of thousands of dollars. You go, well, it's just a buck. It's worn. It's tattered. That's right. But if it's got the right markings on it, if it has the right serial numbers, if, if it's been produced in the right way, 
It can be worth tens of thousands of dollars. But this is the thing, you or I would never notice it. But what happens is the, pr the, the printer, the, the producer of that dollar knows exactly what the values are. If it's a low serial number or a high serial number or whatever it might be, they can identify it and go, oh yeah, this one's got value. And this is what I want you to know. You might look at yourself like a common dollar. I'm not anything, I'm just worthless, but I want you to know something. Your maker has looked at you and he's identified a mark on your soul and he can tell you today, you are worth far more than a dollar. You are worth far more than what you think you're worth. So when we can honor God, when we say, God, I recognize your fixed value, what he does is he goes, I want you to know what your value is. You've honored me, so now I'm going to honor you. I want you to know who you really are. I want you to know what your identity is. I want you to know how much you're really worth. Because at the end of the day, something is only worth what someone will pay for it. So the question has to be, what are you worth? And the answer is you're worth everything. God loved you so much that he sent his son to pay the price for your sin. He paid for you with the blood of his own son. You are invaluable. He can't assign a dollar value to you. But yet you walk around thinking I'm worthless. I'm a mess. I got junk. I'm, I'm a problem. I'll never succeed. And I'm telling you today, our Heavenly Father doesn't see you that way at all. So the challenge today is quite simple. As we get into this month of honor and we're talking about broadcasting his glorious wonders, how do we do that? When we honor God, he honors us and it gives us the opportunity to share how good our God is with the world. When we honor God, he honors us and we see how valuable we really are to him, to his kingdom, to his purposes. So my challenge to you is, today is quite simple. Maybe you're here today and you've never acknowledged God for who he really is. Maybe you're here today and you've gone through the motions. Maybe you've been religious. Maybe you've never had any relationship with God at all. Maybe this is the first time you've ever been to church. And I'm telling you today, God sees you, he knows you, and he values you. But are you willing to value him? Are you willing to acknowledge who he is and honor him? Because if you are, he's willing to honor you. So I want to invite you into that today. So if you would, bow your head and close your eyes all over this room. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us. Thank you for valuing us. Thank you for honoring us. Lord, that doesn't mean we're going to get rich. But Lord, it means that we are rich in you. That the things that the world cannot buy, we have in you. So God, I pray today as we commit our hearts fully to you, Lord, let us experience you. Let us experience the fullness of joy that it means to walk in you, to be in relationship with you, to value you, to honor you. And help us see how good it is to be honored by you, to be valued by you, to be your prized possession. So Lord, I pray today you would open up our eyes to you. Now with your head bowed and your eyes closed, I want to read one last verse to you. This is the verse we went through over the last few weeks. And this is what it says in 1 Peter 2, 9. It says, but you are God's chosen treasure. Priests who are kings, spiritual nations set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light, and now he claims you as his very own. That's what he's doing in this place right now. He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. If you're here today with your head bowed and your eyes closed, and you say, Mel, that's me. He's calling me out of darkness into his light. I, I want to honor him with my life. I want him to honor me. I want to see who I really am. If that's you, I'm not going to embarrass you or bring you forward. I just want to pray with you where you are. So if you're bold enough to do this, would you be bold enough to raise your hand up real high where I can see you? You can put your hand down. And I want to pray with you. Yeah, thank you. A couple hands in the center section. Yep, up in the balcony. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, sir. I see you in the center section. 
Who else would say, that's me, Mel, pray for me today. I want to make Jesus Lord of my life. I want to honor God with my life. Just like these folks that were baptized today, I want to experience that. Yeah, thank you. Over here on my right. Thank you, sir. Praise God. A few more seconds. Anyone else? All right. I'd like every person in this place, whether you raised your hand or not, just to say this prayer with me out loud. Say, dear Jesus, thank you for loving me. And thank you for giving your life to pay the price for my sins. From now on, use my life to bring you honor and to bring you glory. Help me never go back to my old thinking, my old ways, or my old life. But from now on, I belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, let's give God a round of applause today. Listen, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, what I want you to know is the Word of God tells us that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Christ from the dead, you shall be saved. So if, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your heart, you are a new creation today. Now, you might not feel like a new creation. You might still have the same baggage around you that you're dealing with, but you're going to walk through it differently because you've got the Holy Spirit walking with you. You've got God walking with you through your issues. So I want you to know we're proud of you, we're excited for you, and we want to help you take the next step in your faith journey. So if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, uh, whether you raised your hand or not, we would love to help you take the next step. You can take the card that's in the seat back in front of you out, and on one side it says need prayer, on the other side it says salvation. Fill out the side of the card that says salvation, and then take it over to our information center out in the lobby. They're going to give you a free Bible just as a way of us helping you on your journey, helping you take the next step. And uh, they're going to get you connected to uh, resources like Starting Point, which is a great group uh, for people that are new to their faith or returning to their faith. Um, that meets on Wednesday nights with Pastor Dick Motzing, our associate pastor. Um, and uh, they just want to bless you. So we want to help you with that. If you're watching online and you prayed that prayer with us today, uh, we want to help you take the next step. So whether you're here in Indiana or around the world, text us. Uh, simply text the word salvation to the number 555-888. And when you do that, we're going to help you connect to a life-giving church in your area. If you're here in Indiana, we'll help you connect to Summit. If you're somewhere throughout the United States or even the world, we'll help you find a church that you can begin to grow in your faith with. Here's what's going to happen right now. The worship team's going to lead us in one more song. We're going to sing together. And while we're singing, our prayer team's going to come up, and they'll be on either side of the stage. And if you need prayer for any reason at all today, no matter what it may be, as we begin to sing, step out from your seat, find one of them, let them agree with you in prayer. And then in just a moment, when we're done singing, uh, Pastor, uh, I almost said Pastor Ricky Ingram, Pastor Todd Stanley, our worship pastor, is going to come, and he's going to close us out and dismiss us. And uh, part of our month of honor, this is our last official weekend with our IEP students, and we love our IEP students. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited. It's bittersweet. Uh, I'm excited that some of them are graduating, but I'm sad because some of them are graduating. Uh, but what we're going to do, uh, Todd is going to pray over all of our IEP graduates, all of our college graduates. We just want to bless them and honor them and uh, let them know we love them. So please don't slip out uh, before we dismiss in just a moment. So stand to your feet all over the room. Let's worship together one more time. Let's honor our good God before we go today, guys. I tell you often, I hope you know it. I love you more than you know, and I'm so glad I get to be your pastor. God bless you. Have a great week.